Happy Monday, and you are listening to Let's Talk About It. I am Dawn Sanchez. Well, I hope you have had a blessed weekend and a very warm and happy Valentine's Day. I must admit, Valentine's Day for me is actually celebrated every day, meaning this, I am around people who love me, who adore me, and not only do they celebrate me, but they want to be a part of my life. So with that being said, I have Valentine's Day every single day, as should you. Well, let's jump right into it. We are talking about relationship versus religion. And last week, I gave you Matthew 12, chapter 12, verse 9 and 15, where it went into the synagogue where this man had a disability or a deformity in his hand. And he was looking for charges to bring against Jesus. And ask him, basically, are we supposed to perform a miracle during a Sabbath? And Jesus shut them down by saying, if your sheep was in trouble, would you not save it? Um, And the Pharisees, even though he performed this miracle for this man who tried to get him killed, they still was plotting to kill him. And right now we're focusing on the religious mind of a person, a religious mind, not in a relationship with God. And so I'm going to continue with that. I'm going to give you another scripture about how a religious mind really truly works and give you some example. But before I get into that, once again, because of the nature and the sensitivity of this teaching, I'm going to enter this with a word of prayer. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on this podcast and in my heart in what I say. Move my agendas aside. Let the people who are listening to me hear you and not me. Let your words be glorified and you get all the glory and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. So this week, I'm going to look at Matthew again. I love Matthew. Chapter 27, verse 41 43. Matthew chapter 27 verses 41 to 43. Now I'm going to take you to the cross. Yes, to the cross. And we are going to read this passage right here. And it starts this way. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the elders mocked him, mocking Jesus, He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he is, he said, I am the son of God. So the chief priests, the teachers of law, and the elders mark him. So I'm thinking about the Pharisees that wanted to kill him and plot him for 
performing a miracle on the Sabbath. All the elders of the church, deacon, teachers, prophets, evangelists. I'm just putting those all in a lump sum. Marking him standing at the bottom of the cross going, he saved others. Why can't he save himself? Now, when God gave me this scripture, I really couldn't understand what he was saying to me. I said, Lord, how is that scripture seen in a religious way? And God gave me this revelation. They thought I was not saved. He said, but I was all the way saved. For I was and still am the king of king of Lord to lords. I brought salvation to them. And they didn't even recognize that I was already saved. Yes, daughter, hanging on the cross, bleeding, crying, Abba, Father. But I was saved. I was filled with his presence. And the only reason why I could carry on this act of love was because I was saved. They didn't even recognize he was saved on the cross. He was saved. He was in relationship with God and the people who were considered chief priests and teachers and lawmakers of God didn't even recognize that he was free. They saw with their natural eyes a man hanging on the cross that claimed to be king of kings and lord of lords as they whipped him and spit on him, tearing his flesh and nailing him to the cross. They looked with their their religious eyes, their human eyes, a man that was condemned, a man that was useless. But a person that's in relationship can look at that and see that he was saved, that he was in relationship with God. And that was the only way he could carry out that task at hand. How many people do you know that you look at them and you question their salvation because they don't talk like you and they don't act like you. And don't get me wrong, God does have a certain standard about us once we are in him. But everybody's on different levels and different paths and different walks with the Lord. The way we see them might be different than the walk that we see ourselves. How many times have you judged a person because they didn't sound like they were saved. If only they would believe like me, then I would believe that they are Christian. (laughs) Does this hit home? Are you being condemned or convicted? I remember in my early walks because I was taught in both religion and relationship. And I learned very quickly not to judge anyone's walk. We don't know what that person has been through. And we don't know what that person is going through. 
I believe salvation is not one size fit all. Jesus approached everybody differently when it came to salvation. Even when he picked out his disciples. And we think quoting a scripture and wearing my cross around my neck and in my ears, carrying a Bible in my purse makes me in relationship with the Lord. That does not. And in the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him by saying, he saved others, they said. But he can't save himself. He's the king of kings of Israel, is he not? Let him come down from the cross and we will believe in him. How many times have you heard someone say, I'm walking with God or I'm I'm there and I'm struggling or, you know, I used to believe in God or I used to go to church, but I got hurt along the way. That does not mean that they don't talk to God. That does not mean that they are not in relationship with him. Even the ones that ask questions to the Lord, why? It does not mean that they're not in relationship with him. As I close out today, I want you to think about those people that are around you that don't sound like you and don't look like you and don't pray like you and don't have the same faith as you. And I want you to have compassion. I don't want you to beat them with your faith and your practices and your rituals. Yes, I said it. Your rituals and your traditions. I want you to just listen and watch their actions. Because see, Jesus had already proven who he was. Although he did not come here on this earth to prove anything to anyone. And they even said it, he saved others saved so many. They had seen him even do miracles. But why can't he save himself? If he were to come down off that cross, then we would believe him. Forget about all the other things that he had done prior to that. So you forgot about all the actions that this person has done, the kindness that they have showed, the blessings that they have given you, maybe the help at work or just a funny saying or just to come to you and just to say good morning. That's not enough. You have to see more. (laughs) I want you to get this thing. We are talking about religion now. Are you in religion this morning? Have you condemned or looked at someone differently? because they didn't sound and act like you? 
Did you not believe their walk with the Lord? Because see, I believe this. You will see their works through them. You will be able to see their testimony. Did they survive a sickness? Did they survive death? (laughs) It might not be perfect, but truly, they are walking with the Lord. God is talking to them, and it might not sound like you, their reply, but they're talking to the master. That is it for me. I hope this podcast is a blessing to you and to many others. Thank you so much for sharing, sending me love, and blessing me beyond measures. I pray that God's richness, love, compassion, and understanding follows you today and forever. You are listening to Let's Talk About It, and I am Dawn Sanchez.